This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Edwin McCain's hanging out with us here on the Hawk and Tom Show as we celebrate our 25th birthday coming up. Well, I ask you guys to think about the most expensive thing you've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. In London, there's a restaurant owned by celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I know him. He's a super nice guy, really good around the kids. Really sweet temperament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he serves a burger. The price of this is 109 U.S. dollars. So expensive burger. Yeah. yeah. What makes wow. it so good? Is it Wagyu beef or Kobe beef? I don't know. It's probably just because it's got his name on no. it. Uh, you know what? $109, that's not a hamburger. That's a scam burger right there. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious. The most expensive thing I can think of I've ever eaten is probably just a filet mignon yeah. or some kind of fancy steak somewhere. So for food, I would probably go with a filet mignon at some of those expensive steakhouses. But uh, if you're going into drink, wine can get pretty pricey. Oh, yeah. And I've had uh, bottles of wine that I didn't personally pay for, but some other company was paying for it, and these were like four and $500 bottles of wine, which is still not even that crazy. Now, if you're asking how much I've spent at happy hour, it's <laughs> way more than that burger. Okay, so Edwin, I know you've been all around the world. You've performed all over. And mm. I'm kind of curious, what's the most expensive thing you've ever eaten? Well, it wasn't the meal. Okay. I... I had <laughs> I ate a bad plate of squab. Uh, I had quail at this restaurant okay. in Colorado, uh-huh. and uh, I was staying with a friend in uh-huh. his condo. Yeah, and I ended up with food poisoning, <laughs> oh. and it was so bad. It was like they had to. They basically just locked me in this room. Oh and, no! And when I left. Even though I had cleaned up as good as I thought I yeah, could, okay, he had to repaint. And re-carpet this Wow. Room. Yeah, that was an expensive meal. <laughs> that is a very <laughs> expensive meal. I had to pay meal. for that. Did you? Yeah, it wow. was awful. It was like The Exorcist, honestly. So it was, uh, <laughs> you paid for it in a different I way. Paid for, I yeah. paid for it. And I tell you right yeah. now, I, I've never eaten quail ever, I don't ever, blame you. ever, ever, ever. <laughs> <That's> I never <laughs> have, and I haven't been through that. Nothing yeah. about quail makes me want to eat it. Well, it was delicious. Was it? Yeah. Because my experience with small animals like squirrels and birds is that there's a lot of greasy, dark meat and way too many bones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's fair. Okay, yeah, but he liked it. But but for you, and I mean, because I know you've gone to, and they hire you to go to these big fancy weddings and stuff like that. Like you know, the, is it like? escargot or some of that stuff that's been that I have for been, free. I no, know. I have been, you know, uh, I've been to those super 
crazy well, resorts well, where yeah. you're looking at the menu and like braised shank of whale flipper, you know, yeah. under glass, and you're like, hey, can I just get a burger? What's yeah. up? Like, like nothing, uh, nothing looks familiar. I was oh, gonna ask, what restaurants are you going to? Right, I no, wouldn't eat any of this. Yeah. But yeah, no, there was like a, this place up in Lake Placid, and yeah. it was literally, it was like, this is like, why does everything have to have a mango chutney? Yeah. Right. Why, I know, right? Like, <laughs> I hate <laughs> restaurants where they do that to you. And then they do, and the, the ones that were on the menu, they don't have a picture or they don't have the amount of money it costs. Oh, and yeah. It's like market yeah. price. I'm like, what is market price? That's like going to the hospital. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what this is going to cost, but I'm going to have it done. Yeah. Oh, hospital charges market price, too. Yeah, but they don't put the <laughs> price. Market up. Market up. A, a, a dollar sign. You don't know what it's going to cost. Yeah. yeah that's rough i don't i'm not a really fancy eater but i did have a dog eat a tax return one time so i'd say that's probably the most expensive that was an meal. expensive meal yeah but yeah. you got it made back up to you right did they write you yeah, it took shake? a while okay. but yeah that's yeah. good but i've never had a 109 dollar burger before i looked it up it yeah. is a wagyu or a why guy i don't know how to pronounce it but it's the japanese kind of like kobe, kobe beef. beef okay and it's one of those where the cows are massaged daily and they're basically encouraged to get as fat as they can and then they make a burger out of it mm-hmm. i'd have to try a bite for 20 bucks or whatever that would cost and and see if i would actually want to pay that much for the burger <laughs> well i don't think at this restaurant they're doing what they do at the mall and giving you a sample well, they should they got a little lady <laughs> running around you with know, a little i went to the mall and, and that lady harassed me she's like you know come over here you come over and she was pointing at me and like <laughs> well, well i love not... the costco samples yeah, yeah that's you know, harassing. i sometimes take my jacket off and act like i just discovered it again <laughs> like, you know what i mean like, i'll tell you a secret there's a, a rule you can have two samples and they won't say anything and three, if you put the thing in your cart. If you come back with it in your cart, they'll give you a third sample. You know what? A lot of times, Tom doesn't have to pay for lunch when he goes to Costco. I never <laughs> pay for lunch when I go to Costco. <laughs> I, I eat. I don't know what I'm going to eat, but I eat. How about, uh, how about the wildest or craziest thing on your rider or someone's rider? Because you, you've oh, Explain what a rider is. Well, that's what the artist asked for at a uh, behind right. stage or by whatever it's called, backstage. We, we had... A sound guy that put a, a bottle of Grand Marnier uh-huh. on a rider, yeah. and then I got into that. Yeah, and that's then, good stuff. There, no, no, it's not. Well, yeah, not I, if you have alcohol. Okay, yeah, no, the the, yeah. Grand, uh, the orange liqueur hangover is okay. like a sledgehammer oh. to the uh. head. No, it's awful. And, uh, how about anybody else like that you've toured with? Well, hold on, I want to tell uh, okay, him a quick okay. story about okay. that. There was a guy in Tampa that we used to see all the time at club. He would buy us a Grand Marnier shot. And so I hooked up with him on Facebook, and he's doing coffee now. He sells coffee. So he sent coffee samples, and I don't drink coffee. So he sent me FedEx, a small bottle of Grand Marnier, so I would have something, too. That was nice. It was, and I hadn't had it since 20 years, I don't think. So I got to drink a bottle of it on the show Friday. <laughs> Just Ooh. after hearing the name Grand Marnier, I'm starting to feel hungover. We'll leave you alone then. All right, we're going to give Edwin a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you, though, the story about David Lee Roth and the green M&Ms. Like, yes. That's a legendary right? story yes. where he would. Tell uh, us about it. So the reason that they did that yeah. was because at the time, 
people were not paying attention to the engineering hanging these big light trusses above the stage. And okay. so he slipped that green M&M clause in the middle of the technical rider oh. for, for how to hang the lighting trusses for the local crews. And to so if he see. walked in and saw green M&Ms, then he knew no. to go double-check the lighting trusses and make sure that they were hung correctly. If so he, that no, sounds like if he didn't see the M&Ms in the back. No, right, right. If, he, no, if no, they if saw them, they had read it. No, no. If they saw them, if he saw green M&Ms, that means they didn't read it and they hadn't taken them out. So, so the the rider oh. would say no green M and M's in a bowl of M and M's, and if he walked in oh, and saw okay, green M and M's, then he knew to send his guys up and double check the rigging overhead oh, to make sure. Oh, it was because bad. they hadn't yeah. taken it out of the middle of it to see what it really said. Right. Okay. So, so that was like a safety check to okay. make sure that people were really reading the technical requirements. But it sounded like an they eccentric right. rock star thing, and he never dispelled it because that was, was smart kind of marketing. Funny. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good story. Wow. Oh, I feel like I've been on VH1 Storyteller. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're there with McCain. All the stuff you never do. <laughs> Behind the music. All right. Well, thank you for sharing yeah. your rock stories with us here on the Hawk and Tom Show. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Edwin just went to the bathroom, so I don't think he's going to be with us on <laughs> well, this. Let's hope he doesn't do the same thing you did when we went to his house. I know, right? Yeah, stop up our toilet. toilet and leave. That was so embarrassing. All right, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about something that I think has probably happened to every single person that can hear me right now. All right. If it hasn't happened to you, then you're either not very passionate about the stuff that you use, mm -hmm. or you're incredibly lucky. Okay. But most of us have had an item that we loved, used, and counted on be discontinued. Mm -hmm. And you start looking for it, and by the time you realize it's discontinued, it's already starting to be hoarded by people who are quicker to catch on. And then you try to buy up as much as you can. Then when it's discontinued, they put it on Amazon or eBay for like 12 times what it normally costs. And people pay that. Yes, yeah. Exactly what well, I kind of said. Here's the reason why I say that, because I've been looking for the Pillsbury like biscuits and cinnamon rolls lately. You go to the store, you can't find them. There's a shortage. If you Google that, there's a shortage. And you can get them online for like $40, what normally wow. costs $2.97. One would think those won't last very long online. I just don't know why there's a shortage of that. Um, well, I, and I'm, I'm talking more about the things that actually get discontinued. Okay. Um, for me, it was a hair gel. Mm -hmm. I had a special mm -hmm. hair gel that was yep. worked for me and they discontinued it. So I went on Amazon and I bought boxes and crates of it and I got down <laughs> to my last tube and mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, this is the, la I'm going to have to How start looking last? for something new because... Well, you know, maybe you could use that butter again, because it looks like you've combed your hair with buttered toast. I don't use butter. <laughs> That's so funny. Ha ha. I can't believe it's not buttered toast. So, um, but but I, I was, it was like a really tough trip, because even during that time, I was trying other products to see if any of them yeah. were even close. And I'm like, how can there not be anything? And I wasn't alone. They would have, like, you'd find these little groups of people who were all going, man, I sure wish they had the Depth Number 10 Super Style Hold Gel. And I'm like, me too. Well, I've probably got six bottles of some kind of mousse that did not work for me. I had the same problem before, and it's usually with the hair products. I had this happen with the mascara, and it's weird because mascara is not something you really think that much about, but right. it matters. And yeah. this stuff, it was so it was called Stiletto. I don't remember the brand, mm -hmm. but it had a really good little brush on it, and it didn't flake, and it was awesome, and it was so pretty, and... 
Can't you know, find it anywhere. What's that little clamp you got? You girls do when you got that little. Oh, clamp? the curler. Oh my goodness! It looks so painful when y'all do that. I'm scared of them. My mom had a friend who sneezed while she was doing oh. that, and she ripped her eyelashes <laughs> out. So I won't use them. <laughs> she ripped her eyelashes yeah. out. Did they grow back? Do they eventually? Grow back? Yeah. Really, eyelashes grow they back. They grow back thicker. Do they really? I don't know. That's no, they always say about everything. <laughs> you always heard, you know, you, you shave a certain area and it grows yeah. back thicker. If you pluck your eyelashes out, oh man! It looks like uh, Maybelline was who made this stiletto. It was so good. It was the best mascara. According and they to it. Ulta, they have it. What? Unless it's unless it's a different. It says lash stiletto ultimate length mascara. Yeah. yeah. It said stiletto. Is it's that a, it? St- I mean, yeah. It, it was just. Cute that you sounded it out. It's only $69 for <laughs> no, it's, or two. It's not. It's yeah. not bad at all. Um, so there's a lady who was going through this, and her situation was that she liked the soda called Tab. If you don't remember Tab, mm-hmm. it was a diet soda made by Coca-Cola, and it was considered to be an old people's soda, even when I was a kid. Yeah. Only yeah. old people drank Tab. And so Coca-Cola finally discontinued it. So she bought up everything she could. That's bad. Uh, It was killed off in mid-October of 2020. Mm -hmm. So here we are. She's a few years down the line, and she has 23 12-packs left. But that goes bad over time. Not really. Yeah, it does. It It gets flat. There's an expiration date on your soda. If you don't notice that, and that's because you never... Or out of soda time. You get fresh soda, you run out, you go get it every other week. Well, she's been drinking it, and she hasn't complained about anything being wrong with it. Well, that's because Tab tastes like flat soda anyway. No, it still had bubbles. <laughs> it, it does. It really it does. It tasted gross, but it did. It had bubbles. Uh, um, she know. is rationing her supply now, but she's also been hounding Coca-Cola to bring Tab back. And she has a scrappy band of Tab super fans that call themselves the Save Tab Soda Committee. <laughs> okay. I mean, the fact you're calling yourself a committee is pretty <laughs> much a sign you're out of touch. She needs Justin Timberlake to sing a song. And um, I'm bringing Tab back. <laughs> here's the uh, here's the really sad thing. Last year, there was an online petition launched to show Coca-Cola just how many consumers care about Tab. Okay. And in five months. Only 1,800 people signed it. <laughs> Coca-Cola ain't bringing that back. No, they ain't. Yeah, it's probably old people, too. Well, it's, I don't know the age yeah. of this woman, but man, bless her heart. Well, she's going through that realization that she's not going to get her tab. We have so many options, though, now for a lower you know, calorie soda if we need it. I thought they were bringing Surge back. Remember Surge? I remember Surge. It was neon glowing green, and we all thought that was a great idea to drink I didn't it. Have, well, it I had didn't like, it was their, their advertising kick was they had more caffeine than any other soda. It felt that's, like it. Because that's the surge of energy that you got. Oh. But then they came along with Red Bull and all that other crap that gave you wings, and that was way better than just a caffeine high. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I have trouble finding RC, Royal Crown Cola. Really? Because in the South, I feel like it's you, you pretty can't. available. Nope, you can't. A lot of the bigger grocery stores, I have to go to Dollar General store to get my RC. I don't know. So, and a lot of times they're out. What's that tell you? 
It's <laughs> a southern drink? Uh, not uh, necessarily. Not, maybe not a lot of people are buying RC. Are you sure you can't order it online? I don't do a lot of the Well, then that's your own fault. No, not really. Yeah, it's, that's it's your fault. Because I can get it like for three, I can pay $9 for three six-packs at Dollar General Store. Except when you can't. But then when you go and you buy it online, it's going to be $36 for that. That's ridiculous. So. That markup. Yeah, exactly. Not always. Amazon sells stuff and they got no, they got prime shipping, so you don't pay shipping on it. I want my Pillsbury cinnamon rolls and RC. Ain't nothing like that. <laughs> I don't Sounds think like that's a good dinner. It, it's actually supposed to be RC and moon pie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. if you're in that boat, you're not alone. At least know that you have some company with your misery because all of us have lost something that was important to us. And, you know, you hoard it as long as you can. Exactly. But eventually. You run out. And we've got to find something because Tom's hair looks awful and Tori's eyelashes are just incredibly <laughs> need some work. Well, that's They're a problem because I'm not out of mine yet. <laughs> and I'm thirsty for some RC. You're not? Yeah. Wow. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Edwin McCain's hanging out with us, uh, and I have an interesting question because, you know, we all think about our dream job. You know, as kids, we think about our dream job, and I have statistics on that. The number one answer of some kids' dream job was to be a teacher. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Surely they're talking them out of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Well, you I know, mean, until we pay our teachers what they're worth, there's no sense in doing that. Yeah. Minimum Preach. teacher salary, $100,000. It's. I agree. Yeah. Because we pay all these other people all this money. They're doing them one of the most important jobs there is. Wouldn't it be awesome if Nike would sponsor nurses and stuff? I've thought about this before because you have all the big-time athletes who get sponsored by these big brands. What if instead they would sponsor teachers, athletes? How cool would that be? And they could sponsor thousands and thousands of them for the money they put into one athlete. But I do understand why they do what they do. But, man, it's a topsy-turvy world. And there's got to be one nurse that can dunk, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nike on the program. This, this is for the ladies for the most part, okay? So teacher was number one for them. Veterinarian, number two. Okay. Them. Yep. And, you know, I wanted to be a veterinarian, but I didn't want to give those puppies proctologist exams. I don't think <laughs> they do that to puppies. They don't do that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. They express them, though. Well, that's different. A uh, journalist, writer, or author is what the lady said. That was number three on the list. Wow, that's surprising. And then number four was singer. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And so. it, we got bad news for most of you. You ain't as good as you think you are. Well, and I, that's why I want to get with Edwin, you know, was that your dream job growing up, or did you just kind of fall into it? Uh, you know, I I had this weird uh, Freaky Friday moment with a guy I was in a band with in high school. Yeah? Uh, I, so I literally, we were seniors. I was a senior in high school. He was like a junior, and he said, I'm going to GIT to go be a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to go to law school. And then the light turned green, and somehow he's a lawyer in town, and I play music. That is very <laughs> odd. No idea how that happened, but yeah. that's what happened. I mean, it wasn't my yeah. original job. I gotta be honest, I just wasn't. But as a kid, like, were you in church or whatever? Yeah, and I they, sang and, in church choir. Okay, okay. And did the whole thing. So you knew you could sing pretty well. Yeah, well. I knew that the adults liked it when I sang. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And they didn't like it when I did math. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so your mom and dad would they say, "Hey, come out here, Edwin, sing a song right. for us." Way better yeah. for, at yeah. singing than, than math. You know what's so funny <laughs> is Tom. His dad was like an like a rocket scientist, and, and Tom's got an engineering degree. So his dad would ask him to go do math in front of all the people. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, when I was a little kid, probably fifth grade. I, they asked me what I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. I said, I want to be a DJ because you get to sit around and listen to your favorite music all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it never crossed my mind again until college whenever I stumbled into this. Yeah, now you're hearing Doja Cat for the same time, right. like three times in an hour. Yeah, it turned out it wasn't my favorite music all the time. <laughs> so let me ask you that moment. You know, when you realize, wow, I'm like, like the dream job had happened and there's thousands of people in front of you. Was it on stage? Was that a, one of those wake up moments where you're like, I can't believe this. I cannot I, believe it. I have, though, I have a lot of those moments. Okay. I, mean, I have a lot of those moments and, and, and <clears throat> I, I, you know, it, I kind of just about every time I go, especially now. Yeah. Like I walk out on the stage and there's a room full of people and I go, how in the world right. is this, do I still have a job doing this? It's amazing. But the I'll, I'll tell you, the moment I knew yeah. I was busking out in front of this Mexican restaurant down in Charleston. And, and busking is? Playing out on the street. Okay. For, for like money that they'll tips, just throw into right? okay. okay. And the and the manager of the place came out and said, hey, can you play here like three nights a week and can you play for like four hours and I'll pay you 75 bucks a night and feed you a meal. And I dropped out of college the next day. I was like, I'm, I'm rich. I'm, I'm okay. hit the big time. No, yeah, 300 a week funny. and free meals for four I was, nights. I was like, what, what do you need? What else do you need? What's the biggest audience you've played for and were you scared when you did it? 80,000. Oh, wow. But it wasn't, I mean, that was the biggest I've played for. That was, but that had, is that a football stadium? No, you know what it was? That was, uh, that was 96 Wave Fest down in Charleston at Brittle Bank Park. The Wave. Yeah, the Wave. And, uh, and driving and crying was headlining, but it was, we were on the bill and Hootie was on the bill. Yeah. It was big, it was a big, Big time show. Okay. Big show did you get did, did you get scared though? Did oh yeah, dude. And, and actually, uh, I think I remember that day. Some like you know how people can snap a bottle cap and they yeah yeah flies right, like yeah, a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. This dude, I mean, he was easily fifty yards away from me and snapped a bottle cap and it hit me right <gasps> between the eyes. And I've never. <laughs> Never not been impressed with that shot. Wow. <laughs> like you got to give that dude credit. That was a lifetime shot. That was probably the only one he ever I made. Mean, wow. Yeah. I hope, I know he still tells people that story. Yeah. yeah. And when we came right between the oh eyes. God, brilliant. So that, what happened? Did you like. No, I laughed. I was like, dude, you got to, you got to respect that game. That's good. You got to respect that game. <laughs> he probably does tell that story. It's, like, it's like, that's when my dream I came true. He's playing in front of 80,000 people and a bottle cap hit me Ping. right between the <laughs> I will say I got to experience your world briefly. We were in Tampa working for a radio station, and we were having a big show, big concert with a bunch of bands. I won't even name who they were because it's embarrassing now. I won't mention Debbie Gibson at all. No, don't. Deborah. But, Deborah. Um, Deborah, that's right. You didn't call her Debbie at Deborah. that point. So they had the stage all set up, so we put together a station band, and we got to go out before the main show in front of a pretty big crowd but not ten, to see it, us to it, see the other people yeah it was ten thousand people and but the but, the thing that was the coolest that when I, and not many people ever get to experience this is when you hit the guitar note and there's that wall of amplifiers like you'll never have in your life except at a show like that and you're 
you hit the guitar note and the earth moves. Yeah, the big time. That was you know. so cool. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever achieve anything cooler than you won't. that. You won't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just here to encourage you. But uh, also, the last one on the list was doctor or nurse. Mm. Okay, So that's the way it breaks down for the ladies as far as their childhood dream jobs. Now, are the men different? Uh, d- you, you have those. I didn't have that. Yeah, because no. mine was policeman and astronaut and stuff like that. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. And Fireman. You, and you wound Fireman. up here. Yeah, I end up here. I, this was not on my top ten. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Do you ever watch or see those TV shows where they try to predict the stock market and they tell you all these stocks and it seems like you could get so rich so fast if you just bought some of the stocks they recommend? Yeah. And you, and you hear about people who do well in the stock market. I had an uncle who supposedly made a lot of money, and this was back in the era before even like where you had the internet as much as he would watch those TV shows with a little stock ticker on the bottom. And he yeah. understood somehow from that which stocks to buy, and he, he retired with a good bit of money. Mm, it was like gambling. Did it's not a, leave any of it to me. It's legal gambling. It is. <laughs> but they're always looking for another way to try to guess what the stock market is going to do next. Okay. And they just found a new way to track the stock market that has been working pretty well. Did Groundhogs. They, okay, there you go. <laughs> if it sees its bank account. <laughs> it is not a yeah. groundhog. Yeah. It's actually related to what you do, Edwin, and to what we do. Oh, Okay. It is based on the music people listen to. Oh. And if they listen to upbeat music, then typically the stock market goes up. And, and if when, you're all in your fields with Adele. Yes, <laughs> Adele brings the market down. Oh, no. And they actually studied this over 40 countries. They tracked the 200 most popular songs. Uh, they used Spotify to keep track of stuff, and they compared them to what the financial markets were doing. They found if we listen to happier music, stocks tend to go up that week. Uh, then they go down or at least rise more slowly the week after. The biggest shift in listening habits is whenever sad songs are popular, more money shifts into safer assets like bonds instead of stock. Well, you've seen the Dow here lately. It went down significantly, and it's because of the Dell's album. So wait a second, the stock market must have been amazing during the hair metal days. <laughs> no, that was probably like, you know I mean? okay. like all when, over like the place. Van Halen and Molly Crew and Poison, I mean, it must have been crazy. Well, well, it was at one point, remember, we had it go, it went up a long time really fast. We need Pharrell Williams quick. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go back to Van Halen, frankly. (laughs) Now, they say that it's not the music that drives us to invest this way. It's that when we listen to happier music, we're more optimistic. So we see the stock market as more positive and more growth. But when we're listening to sad music, then we're pessimistic and we see things as not being good. What does that say about the recent spike in true crime documentaries? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing, I don't think. There. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know how you would use this to invest. I don't know if you would sit there and go, all right, I checked Spotify today, and these songs were <laughs> in the lead, so I guess I need to invest this week, but back off next week. I, To me, that's the tricky part, is turning that into useful 
tool. Well, you know, you use it at the grocery store. They use all kinds of music. Like you go to the mall and you got some of the clothing stores and they are jamming in there. I mean, they are like, it's like a club. You're walking in, you hear the thump, 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 thump. You're putting clothes, you know, all these. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Let me buy some more jeans right now. That's why I max out my credit card. It's not me. It's the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell John that. (laughs) So loud so that you couldn't go, did you see how much that cost? What? (laughs) And like, you know, no, they're like, oh, never mind. Well, they say with grocery stores, they have the uh, music on, and mm-hmm. they, you shop longer, even though it's like the elevator version of, you know, an Elton John song. <laughs> I'll be honest now. I wanted the, we talked about dream jobs earlier. Yeah. I always wanted to be one of those Bilo DJs. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't well, know if well, they're still around well, or not. Well, Bilo's not right, around. Right. But that, it's a good thing they, I didn't do that, I guess. Publix. When I was a kid, I really wanted to be a Walmart cashier, and now they have those self-checkout lines, and I realized I wasn't cut out for that. Well, yeah, the good thing is you got to experience it. I'm not good at it. They got Walmart radio now. Do they? Yeah. Although it's, we still have a job. chance. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I played gigs in Walmart. Are you really? <laughs> at the, on the end of the aisle. I show, I would show up and play. With your CDs? 100%. <laughs> oh, man. We could have Edwin play and yeah. we could be DJs. Wow. Mm. And she could check people out badly. <laughs> <laughs> She's already doing that. Uh, yeah. She's judging their sweatpants and everything else. <gasps> Never. <laughs> All right. Well, I, good luck on using that, but know that the stock market well, is apparently influenced by the music we listen to. Not only that, it's like even when you're driving, you got a feel-good song and yeah. it's on. You, you I get mean, a ticket. You're just happier. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. officer pulls you over and you're like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, yeah, because... That new song was on that makes me drive fast. I will say this, Edwin. The I'll Be song, I drive slower on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. That song gets me in the heart, and it makes me feel intense, and I drive faster. Do you? That's yeah. when you want to get in your feels. You drive to that song, and you're like, help me, yeah. as you're sobbing. I, yeah, I don't, but, I, don't, I can't even answer that one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'll be different for different people. For the woman, she's crying because it makes her happy. To me, it inspires this feeling of like I've got to be awesome because I've got to. <laughs> I'll be her biggest fan, and yes, I'm like, it gives yeah. me that inspiration. Makes you want to drive home to your wife, don't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm That's still waiting on that Toyota sponsorship, greatest van of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. The greatest, greatest van of your life. Toyota. Minivan. <laughs> the greatest minivan of your life. I love it. I love that. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.